Yeah. Hello, and welcome Hello. to The Conversation. Hey, uh, this is the eGathering podcast called The Conversation. Um, I am Todd Brown, and this is Rick Coop. Yep. Um, every week we get together and we talk about some matter of our faith, of our religion, of the Christian universe. Yeah. Um, and uh, this week is no different. Uh, this week we're talking about... Um, uh, this idea of belief in Jesus. Uh, again, we're in the midst of what we've been talking about as the basics of our faith, not mm-hmm. some esoteric, mm-hmm. weird concept, but just the basic stuff, uh, borrowing from uh, Francis Chan's basic series. Um, not exactly, but just that mm-hmm. idea, right? So uh, one of the things that that is from his... his his video series, his book series is belief. Right. Um, so uh, when you think of belief as a basic thing, what are you thinking of? Well, I, I thought about the word belief, and to me, um, yeah, I, I've heard people say, I believe in Jesus, I believe mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, God. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's almost, for some, I don't mean everybody, but for some, it's, it's almost like, a, yeah, I believe in God. It's mm-hmm. almost like a, a flippant thing, you know, mm-hmm. almost in the same way I believe. You've probably heard this. Uh, I believe when I flip on the light switch, the light's going to come on, or mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. the sun's going to come up in the morning, or, you know, I knew summer. I know summer's going to be warm and winter's going to be cold. But a belief in Jesus, to me, I, I, and I think should be quite honestly uh, it goes a lot deeper than just a you know I believe in God yeah when you say I believe in God and that people are so casual about it yeah I, yeah I mean I really mean it this way I think for a lot of people I believe in God is I believe in Bigfoot I believe in aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I believe yeah. in uh, uh, I believe in the Loch Ness monster. Mm-hmm. What they mean when they say that is somewhere deep inside of me, I want it to be true. Yeah. But they don't change their life because of it. Yeah. Like they go to Gatlinburg or they go to the Rocky Mountains and they don't not go in the woods because they believe that there is a giant uh, humanoid creature that's covered in yeah. fur. Um, who howls in the night? They're not worried about it. It's not. They're not changing their behavior based on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. They believe in aliens, but they don't. It doesn't stop them from going for a ride on a lonely country road somewhere mm-hmm. um, because they're worried that it's. It doesn't change anything. They don't. They don't. Yeah, they believe in it like they believe in Bigfoot. They sure. believe in it like they believe in aliens or the Loch Ness monster. It doesn't change anything. I, I I think that Jesus addresses that kind of belief. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm going to quote it out of John 20, 29 through 31. And Jesus told him, you believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those, and he's talking to Thomas. Uh, Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. They know. They know mm-hmm. that they know that they know. The disciples saw Jesus do it, many other miraculous signs and additions to the ones recorded uh, in this book. 
But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, that by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his name. Um, I think that that kind of belief that you were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I believe in Jesus like I believe in, or I believe in God like I believe in Bigfoot or Loch Ness, or, mm-hmm. um, is what Jesus was trying to say. Look, yeah. you know, I'm more than just some figure out there. Um, you believe because you've seen, but people who haven't seen me are even more blessed. I, I think he's saying it this way. Yeah. Uh, because they believe in me and haven't seen me. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the root of the kind of belief that you and I are going to be talking about. Yeah. Uh, the kind of belief that changes your life. It alters what you do. Yeah. Um, it, I think at one point God says these people could these people say they believe in me with their mouth. Mm-hmm. But they don't do anything any right, different right um they don't they don't obey me uh they don't i always go back to this i had a conversation with somebody many moons ago a family member who said kind of flippantly when i was t- when i never never's a big word i almost never bring up Jesus Christ as a topic of conversation mm-hmm. during uh, a conversation with family or friends. I, I, I rarely, unless they're Christian friends and we're already talking about such a thing, I, I almost never say something along the lines of, uh, you need Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think those moments come naturally. I, but people who know you're uh, it was funny. I was at lunch the other day, and, and I have a new boss. And I said something that somebody asked if they had been a uh, curse word for uh, a, a bad person <laughs> during a meeting. Had I, was I a? And I said, "Well, you were kind of." Uh, and I said it, and and my new boss said, "And that's from a preacher." That kind of flusters me. Sure. There are times yeah. when someone exp- says, you know, you're not a human. You're a, you're a pastor. Um, but there are times yeah. when people yeah. come at you with something because you're a pastor. Yeah. And this family member looked at me and said, boy, that's a long way to come around this, isn't it? Um, this family m- member said, um, I, believe in Je- I believe in Jesus. And he said, whoever believes in me won't perish, but will have everlasting life. That's all I need. I believe yeah. in Jesus. Yeah. And when I come, when I hear that, what what goes through my what goes through my head is as we establish. Okay, so wait a minute. What you just said was there was a guy whose name was Jesus, who was a carpenter and who lived in the city of Nazareth, and was a troublemaker, an anti-establishment mm-hmm. rabbi who was killed on a cross. This is one of the most well-established facts in yes. human history. He existed. Uh, to quote uh, James, uh, uh, Jesus' brother, uh, James 2.19, you believe that there is one God. Good. Even demons believe that. I, I know. I've got right? that. So, yeah. So yeah. your belief in Jesus as a physical being isn't even a belief in God. It doesn't even reach James' level. 
your belief in Jesus as you believe in Bigfoot or aliens or a Loch Ness monster doesn't that isn't what Jesus meant I guess mm -hmm. is what I'm driving at yeah. so when Jesus says uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life John 3.16 the most popular used to be the most well known scripture what he means by believe is not the Bigfoot belief. What he means by believe is something different. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. There's a difference between believing in Jesus as the man, the historical man who historically has been documented, has died on the cross, and Jesus who is the Son of God. Mm -hmm. um, there's also a difference in believing in, oh yeah, I believe there's a God, or... I believe that God is with me. Mm -hmm. um, and for people who confess Christianity um, and, and believe that they're, um, I can't really say believe that they're Christians because there's a lot of people who call themselves Christians who. Well, it's a checkbox on a form. Yeah, it's not. Um, Grandma was a Christian. I must be a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I don't even use the term Christian a lot of times anymore. Mm -hmm. I use the term believer, uh, mm -hmm. believer in Jesus Christ, believer in God. Um, th there's a difference about believing that changes our walk, changes our mindset, changes how we uh, react to things day to day, how we go through circumstances, what our relationships are like. Um, a, it's a belief that changes the core of who we are to want to be um, like him not just a I got my toe in the water belief enough that you know maybe it'll get me in the door you know type thing I, I read a thing uh, from a guy that I absolutely I mean I like this guy I think he's a great guy uh, but he posted a thing that said um God and I have an understanding and I don't have to do this and I don't have to do that and I don't have to you know go to church or I don't have to meet with people I don't have to sing hymns I don't have to well I understand what he's saying there but I will say that when you do believe um, in more than just Nessie that your life's changed mm -hmm. and you look at people and you look at things differently than you did before um, it's um, I don't know what else I, I, to say about that Todd other than it, it's a thing that makes you different inside Jesus put it this way I, I always go when somebody says what's your favorite piece of scripture I always go, I always go back to it's too long it's John 13 through 17. It's just mm -hmm. that last night that Jesus spent with the guys before yeah. he was crucified. But he's talking to them through, he's talking them through a lot of these basics. And one of the things that he says is, uh, in 14 he says, um, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. Yeah. So yeah. it's a do thing. So yeah. the, the works don't make you saved, but the works... If yeah. you believe, you'll do the things. Yeah. If you 
if you love somebody, um, you will that will change your behavior. Mm-hmm. You, you will do the things. Mm-hmm. See, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son, and you will ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Mm-hmm. If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you uh, and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because neither it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives in you and will be in you. Um, uh, that's a very long piece of scripture for a conversation. But I, I go through all of that because to me it's... It's Jesus saying what it looks like to mm-hmm. believe. What mm-hmm. does it mean to believe? So whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Not whosoever, it, it means something. Mm-hmm. Believe means something. Believe doesn't mean Sasquatch. Believe means it changes you. The way you behave. You may not even be you may not even be good at it. I mean, there's a there are a ton of teenage boys out there who love some little girl and think that she's just the greatest thing since planet Earth, and they're not good at it. No, they haven't figured out. <laughs> well, I was going to say how to love her yet. As a Christian, you know, I've been a, a, a believer since um, September of 1980. But I can say that I haven't always been good at it. I, 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 I'm, I'm no, I'm not good at it. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still trying to. But you um, keep trying. But I keep trying. You know, there. I, I, I think the first step to this, this thing about belief, is that, um, and I think scriptures for me pretty plain about it, in that, um. You, 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 it starts with confessing him as Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what does that mean? Well, in this day and age, you know, I don't need anybody lording over me. It's a, it's a respect. Sure you do. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a heartfelt love, respect. I, I want him to be in charge. I give my life to him. I, I love him, and I I want him to be the Lord of my life. And I think it starts there. But there's a scripture that says, you know, you call me Lord, you say Lord, Lord, but Many you will don't say do what I say. Day. Yeah, Lord, Lord. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's Luke six forty six. So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, but you don't do what I say? Yeah. Um, so it starts with, with believing that he's your Lord. And knowing who he is as the Son of God, sitting on the right hand of the Father, you know, and then doing what he says to do. Um, And that, well, we'll get into that. That that means a whole lot of of things um, that are extremely important to this, this Christian walk. And I think that there are a lot of people... I watched... I've been watching a show where, in the name of God, these people, uh, and I'm not going to say what 
denomination it is, what faith it is. But these people are beating and whipping and, um, I mean, fist beating mm -hmm. and whipping these people all in the name of God, uh, um, Native Americans, in the name of God. And and telling them you're going to change this and you're going to change that and you're mm -hmm. going to dress different and you're going to and the whole time I'm thinking to myself that's not belief no that's not doing what the Lord says no. to do it, it, it's a perversion it of absolutely it. is and the reason I got off on that is because if we love Jesus then we'll do what Jesus says to do and what Jesus said to do was Believe in the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. And that makes it a whole lot easier to understand. Well, I'm going to go back to... I'm going to go back to what Jesus said in 14, which is, if you... If you believe in me, you will do the works I have been doing. Mm -hmm. You will do what I've been doing. So I just keep going back to where, where, where in here did you get him beating yeah. people into submission? Yeah, yeah. To do what he did. Yeah. What do you? Are you talking about the money changers? Yeah. That was the church. Right, right. That wasn't right. The, that wasn't the newbies. That wasn't the non-believers. That was the church. Yeah. In the church. So where do you get that? I, even one of the people on the show said, "I'm going to make you different, even if I have to beat the devil out of you." Yeah. And I'm thinking, I, I what what chapter and verse is that? Where's that from, brother? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. 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 No, it, I mean. Um, I guess, and the weird thing for me is, I look back at some of those folks and I think, you know, I think some of them really thought they were doing, yeah. they really thought they were doing the right thing. Um, but because so many of them were not allowed to have a access to scripture, yeah. to have an understanding of scripture themselves, they were doing what they were being told by other people was what the church which to them represents Jesus and I think Todd, that that's a problem for today what happens is people don't read the scripture but they get scriptural knowledge from Facebook mm -hmm. or from other social media or by what a friend this friend of a friend of mine who used to go to church said this I, I, I watch it a lot about uh, end time stuff right now yeah. you know with everything that's going on in the world I, I watch people talk about a lot of end time stuff and I'm thinking yeah. I have a friend of mine and, and he will message me a lot and say, did you see the news today? What happened today? And yeah, you know, I, did, I know the Lord's going to come. And I, and I told him, I said, quit worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. Yep. Um, yep. We have but two things that we're supposed to do. Love the Lord and love your neighbor. Take care of your neighbor. Um, the, there's a, 
how do you describe? I used to hear people describe believing in Jesus as knowing that I know that I know that I know that I know. Have you heard mm-hmm. that? Um, knowing that Jesus is the Son of God who bore my sins, knowing that He was raised from the dead, knowing that He's seated at the right hand of the Father. Um, for me, believing in Jesus is knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that He's your Savior and Lord. Yeah. And then carrying out the things that He's called us to do and taking the time to know what those things are, to read the Scripture and know what those things are for yourself, for yourself. and not take some social media um thing or, or, or look up on, on the internet and find something that matches your narrative and saying, oh, well, that must be what it is, because I, I know people who do that, too, who yeah. they're not willing to see that somebody may have a better take on that than, yeah. than what this person who... But they don't want to... But they don't want to go beyond that. Right. So much of what we dealt with in the United States and well, I don't know, maybe other places, but I know in the United States what we dealt with in the 20th century was a preacher, a uh, a uh, revival service, a a, a, a preacher in a, in a small town would get people whooped up by by feeding the narrative yeah. they already had in their yeah. head. Yeah. We need to do this thing because we need to go get rid of these uppity black people yep. who are coming and taking our stuff because the Bible says, and then he quotes two verses yep. about the Philistines. I've actually read, I've actually read uh, posts recently where people are posting the there's um, in uh, in Deuteronomy they're they're posting where God told them what would what would happen to them and and he's it says that the uh, these foreigners are going to come in and take your stuff and take your jobs and take your things and you're going to begin following them and listening to what they say, and they're going to, they're, you're going to be their subjects. Mm-hmm. Because they don't read the whole thing, what they've made that into is how the Mexicans are going to come here and take over all of our stuff. Oh my and, goodness! And subject us to them. And go. Would you go back and read that whole thing? Because what he's telling them is what their punishment was going to be. For not following him. Yeah. Um, when I, what I was driving at, or what I was looking at here, I promise I wasn't reading my text messages. I was looking. There's a song called "I Want to Go Home" by um, Oliver Anthony Music. It's a guy named Christopher Anthony who's written some really heart-wrenching stuff. But one of the things that he says several times is they don't listen to what the good book said. Yeah. Um, but then uh, through the later he says they just want to do what the TV says. Mm-hmm. They just want to do what the rich man. He says the ah. same the, the same line in the chorus later is they just they're just doing what the rich man says. We're pretty lazy creatures. Mm-hmm. We just want somebody uh, from the apparently from the jump. We just wanted the serpent to tell us. Here's the shortcut. Yeah. 
we don't want yeah. we don't yeah. want to do the yeah. research. We don't want to go back to the source. We just want the shortcut. And so when someone tells us the shortcut, the meme, the yeah. blurb, yeah. the one piece of scripture highlighted and circled. Have you seen those on oh, Facebook? Yeah. I sure have. Oh, here it is. As we're yeah. telling you right there. Yeah. See when Gog and Magog. See we are in the end time. And when yeah. Gog and Magog and yeah. Israel and boy, that's the same Israel. No, it's not the same Israel. Yeah. No. But um, the point yeah. being, we don't when we talk about belief in Jesus, when we talk about what that involves for me, if you believe, is it involves you having enough of a relationship with him to want to go and look it up. Yeah. And go meet him, as I've said several times, and I'm not perfect at it. I'm not even close to perfect. I I'm, I'm stink at it. But I just keep reading the Gospels over and over and over and over and over and over. I want to know Him. You, you said something before we got started today. Um, so that the folks know, you're reading a book that I just finished that we had talked about that was a really good book. And you said, um, as we were talking about the book, the reason you're reading it is because... You like to read books that your friends have read Absolutely. because it helps you get to know your friend even more, mm -hmm. uh, which, by the way, I appreciate. Um, but if you're going to want to call Jesus your friend, if you're going to believe in him, then you want to know more about him and you're willing to do what it takes to know more about him. Not, And, and that means reading his word and him not taking some meme that is out there and building your entire faith life on that. I, I, I think that that's a stumbling block to a lot of people. And I like how I, I put a quote down from Francis Chan. You mentioned his name a little bit ago. And he says this, millions of people who call themselves followers of Jesus or believers but their lives look nothing like him. They are not obey obeying the things that he called them to do. And in their hearts, they're convinced that they're followers. And I want to read that again because I, I really yeah. like what he said. Millions of people who call themselves followers of Jesus, but their lives look nothing like his. They are not obeying the things that he called them to do. And yet in their hearts, they convince themselves that they are followers of him. And, and we talked about this a little bit ago. Even the demons acknowledged that Jesus was Lord, but they paid no heed to what he was asking people to do. I'm not going to do what he says to do. In fact, that's what the rebellion against God was with Lucifer and the demons. You you, you think, I, I know better than you. I'm not going to do what you say to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to do it my way. Mm -hmm. And we have to be very careful in calling yourself a believer in Jesus Christ and yet not doing what he says to do because it's, it's a rejection, really, yeah. of him. Your, your, your lips pay... You pay lip service to it, 
but your actions reject everything that he wants us to do. There's a, uh, when we talk about belief in Jesus and it changing your behavior, your reaction to it, your behavior based on mm-hmm. it, I always go back to something that came to me a while back, and that is, if you believe that that's a brick wall covered in wood paneling, but if you believe that's a brick wall, <laughs> yeah. you would not, if you really believed, you would not lower your head and run head first mm-hmm. into that wall. You wouldn't do it mm-hmm. unless you were mentally ill. Okay, and yeah. Who can hold the mentally ill accountable for what they've done? Yeah. But you wouldn't do that. But if I told you there's the way, it's a door, and you believed that that was the door, you mm-hmm. would go out the door. Mm-hmm. So if you don't change your behavior, if you don't, you don't adapt and move forward yep. based on that belief, yep. then you don't really believe. Right. Um, James says even the demons believe and shudder. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's a very good difference in beliefs. They believe and shudder, but they also believe and avoid. They believe and disregard. They believe yeah. and move yes. around. Yes. So um, they, Lucifer's shift or Lucifer's mistake, as we understand it, um, was that he believed that he was, he could do it better without. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The same lie he told Adam and Eve. Right. He doesn't, God doesn't want you to have these wonderful things, these powers. He wants to keep them for himself because if you mm-hmm. had them, you would be as good as him. Uh, yep. And so that's the lie of the devil is, is um, you don't need to change your life. You don't need to shift around Jesus because the only reason he wants you to shift around him is because that makes him powerful. Um, belief in Jesus is also a belief that if you that if you do what he says, if you behave as he behaved, that that is um, in the end what delivers the best result. Mm-hmm. This just sounds sounds gross. It's a very logical way of thinking of it. It's not the emotional spiritual thing, but it also is. It is that in the end, I believe that if I follow what Jesus has in mind, if I be, if I follow along with Him, that that delivers the best result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you might. But all of the all of the apostles, except one, were martyred. That's a the end result is the best. Yeah, because there's a guy in Muncie, Indiana, in a little church in a room with another guy, who know. Jesus Christ, because they went through that, and and no. There's peace. another thing to that too, Todd. For me, it goes beyond. Okay, so the disciples, ninety-nine percent of them, faced a a, a martyred death. Mm-hmm. But our belief in Jesus Christ goes beyond the physical right thing. They were. Their, their hope, their belief, their faith was firmly 
in that even though the body may be killed, um, he cannot, my spirit goes to live with the Father forever, forever. I, you know, I know um, someday oh, Rick's going to be gone. Yep. You know, um, be taking the, the train trip, you know, to the other side. Yep. Um, but, but I'm okay with that. I don't want it to happen right now. A lot of things I want to do right now, but I'm okay with that because I know that this isn't the end. So I'll continue to do what I'm doing, um, even if it brings martyrdom, um, because I, 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 I love him, and I know that even in that, it's not the end. Um, there's an eternity there. Paul told the Philippians, for, for, you, for you, it has been granted for Christ's sake, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you believe, again, if you believe that what you're doing is right, then if what you believe is that you're saving people and helping people, then you will get off of a perfectly good boat on the shores of Normandy mm -hmm. and run towards the people who are hurting people. You mm -hmm. will run towards the gunfire because you believe with all your heart. Those boys did not get out of that boat because they thought it was an interesting way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Mm -hmm. They get off that boat because they believed that the men who were there were hurting people and were causing destruction and that they were evil. They got off of that boat for that reason. It's because, again, we're reading a similar, or the same book, but I, I listen and I read, I listen to the, the, the intent of the words and I read the words about what the soldiers felt during the Civil War. Yeah. And there were two things at play. The, they didn't want uh, the seceding of the states. They wanted one union. This mm -hmm. was to be the United States. And, and the slavery thing. Uh, and how it was affecting human beings who were being mistreated and sold as property. And I, I, list, I, I, I see the commands of the generals, and I hear these men, these, these farmers and these hunters and these shoemakers and these ministers and these, these guys who are just normal, everyday guys. Um, there was one scene uh, that was talked about, a, a historical thing that happened where uh, I think it was Sherman came riding up on his horse and seeing his men retreat and saying, come on guys, come on guys, turn around, let's get back into this. And they, all of them, turned back around and started fighting the battle because they believed in something higher than themselves. Mm -hmm. Now, in this case, it happened to be a the Union. Sherman, yeah, yeah. It was a general Sherman. named Sherman. Sherman. <laughs> but and, they knew and, that he and, would, yeah, that, what he, that he was going to lead them. Mm -hmm. For a Christian, it's that, yes, we get into some uncomfortable situations. 
but we believe in something higher than ourselves. And it's not just a lip service thing. It's a heart thing. And I came to, to where, believe in yeah, a power much higher than I. Than I, yeah. He, he said, okay, so some guy out of the blue comes up to you and says, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Yeah. Today it would be, what does that even mean? And who are you yeah. to come walking up to me? Mm -hmm. But these guys said, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you, and, know, I, you know I believe that Peter and Andrew had met Jesus. Sure. Before yeah, oh, I agreed. Yeah. And knew yeah. who he was. Yeah. But to have enough that they believed, and to your point, they believed in him enough. Exactly. That when the opportunity came to drop their stuff and go do his thing, yeah, I'm, I'm in. We're gone. Let's we go are. do that. Yeah. I, I got to do that because I believe that there's something much bigger than me. The people who left everything that they were doing, <laughs> left everything to go follow Jesus. Um, it's a pretty powerful testimony that they, they accepted him for what he was saying. They believed. Yeah. I wrote some things down about it's so often that people miss that being a believer in Jesus means also being a doer of the things that he, he taught us. So not just believing, but doing. And so what, is, what are some of those things look like? It, it looks like caring for those who may not talk or look or dress like you do mm -hmm. and it means caring for them and not it doesn't mean belittling them for their difference it means loving them in spite of the difference um, it means loving your neighbor a, as yourself even if your neighbor's unlovable mm -hmm. um, but I tell you love your enemies yeah you, pray you, for him you know that I've got a a particular individual uh, at my work who it just seems like no matter what happens there's some tension that um, he feels between us and I just keep trying <laughs> yeah I just keep trying and there have been times I've been slapped across the face with it but I'm going to keep trying I'm going to keep trying um, you feed the hungry, you care for the sick, you clothe the naked, you're humble, you're merciful, you pray without ceasing. These are all the things that being a believer to me means, not just paying a lip service, oh yeah, I believe in God, mm -hmm. but being humble, being merciful, praying without ceasing, extending grace, honoring God, spreading peace, uh, being gentle, being faithful, reading the word, giving sacrificially, giving sacrificially, um, being in fellowship. Those are the things to me that all encompass believing in Jesus Christ. Um, being a Christian entails more than just saying it. It means carrying out um, the whole concept. Of Christianity. Changing your behavior to Changing matches. your behavior. Yeah. Um, something that... So now on to those people who don't believe and what we do with that. Because you can get... I've known Christians to get in a dead, dead panic about mm -hmm. my kid doesn't believe. 
my brother doesn't believe, mm-hmm. my dad doesn't believe, my whatever, you know, and just like fret over it, just constantly worrying about it and try to keep, keep trying to say the magic. I'm going to mm-hmm. say this, this week, I'm going to quote the scripture to him and it really does it. He's just going to believe now. Um, and it, and uh, John says, no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will raise him up on the last day. Um, some people use that to say uh, there this you know there's this 140,000 people who are predestined to go to heaven or whatever. What I what I believe to be true is that I can't. I said to interestingly enough a nephew of mine who is was an atheist. Um, who had been a Christian, became an atheist, and now is a Christian again. But I said to him during his atheist phase, I can't make you believe in Jesus. I can't. And I won't try. Right. I can pray for you. Uh, uh, I didn't say that. But what, what I'm saying is I will pray for you. Yeah. I will sick the Holy Spirit on you. I will continually sick God on you, but I don't have to because God's following you around whether I like it or mm-hmm. not. All right. But the day will come when God knows you're ready and He will draw you. And when He does, you will have a choice. Yep. Hey, dude, bus doors open. This is the way to go. Yep. Follow me. Come on. Let's do this. The day will come. And it may be a horrible, horrible day. Yeah. God bless you on the day of the Lord because it's going to be horrible. It may be a horrible day when God draws you. Mm -hmm. And you can get on the bus or you can not get on the bus. That's your call, babe. I have a family member who was praying for her husband over and over and over again and one time in a very uh, emotional heartfelt prayer just pouring out um, she said that she felt in her heart the Lord said quit worrying about him I've got it <laughs> and and it, it, she she questioned and she said what And she felt in her heart again, very strongly, quit worrying about him. I've got him. And she said at that moment, she stopped. She she said, okay. And it was a few months later that her husband came to her and said, I I think I want to... I want to go to church with you, and then progress from there. And he's a believer today, you know. But I think it goes hand in hand with this, what you were just talking about. We can pray for somebody, and the day will come when the Lord says, "Hey, I'd like to, I'd like to talk with you. I'd like to have some time with you," and we'll either accept it. Or we won't. Yeah. But when we do accept it, it's life changing. Yeah. It it no longer becomes a lip service thing. It becomes a life 
changing uh, servanthood. Why do we think that there are things that we know on earth that take phases and seasons and eventually become true? But we don't think that a belief in God mm. or an understanding mm. of God That's good. has yeah. the same yeah. level. Because I'm going to tell you that God came to get me numerous times. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I would argue that there are times when I still have my leg out of the boat. And there are times when I self-medicate. I take care of the problem myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say there's levels of belief. But um, it's not. Why is it so hard for us to grasp that God knows the... God knows that lady's husband, and he knows yep. that her looking at him and saying, Norm, you're going to go to hell. By the way, it's, I don't know his name, so Norm, you're going to go to hell if you don't start following Jesus. God knows that that's the last thing that will ever make him follow Jesus. Right. But God shows him a child being healed. God shows him... A family being fed. God shows him um, a sunset at the right time. God mm -hmm. shows him um, humanity in a way that he never saw it over time. Mm -hmm. And God knows how that recipe works. Sure. You and me don't know how to. Some people, some people are an egg, and that thing fries up real quick. Uh, it's real easy. Just break the egg, put it in a pan, everything's fine. Some people are a brisket. And it's going to need 12 to, 12 to 15 hours yeah. at low heat. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be fine. Um, but we we just pretend like we all understand how if they just follow Jesus, they would be just fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe they are, and you don't even know it. Sure. Maybe, because I think there are a lot of camo Christians out there. There are people who are like, I believe, but I don't even really know how to do this, and I'm figuring it out. And, you need to give them space. Let that thing breathe. Offer them aren't, support. Aren't we all? I mean, we get stuff on on uh, some of the the um, comments that we get. Um, and and aren't we all just trying to figure it out? I yeah, mean, we're absolutely. all trying to work toward uh, an understanding of the Lord. And, and of our lives in him. And, and if if Bishop is correct, at some point you and me will come to God, to Jesus and finally shave our beards. Shave our beards off. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that it would be interesting to have a conversation about the theology of the beard. And the theology of beards. Yeah. Or facial hair. Yeah. I think we could absolutely go into uh, the theology of pink hair or blue oh, hair, or, or we could, yeah, or uh, shape or, or tattoos or piercings or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, absolutely. Um, Conditioning, yeah. Brother, I got nothing else. Yeah, I'm done, man. I, I got nothing else. Yeah. Guys, thank you for joining us. Thank um, you, guys, for this conversation. You know, this week I got a big kick out of the fact that several people talked to us um, online. People started having the conversation with us. Um, and I think what you will find with us is that we're never abusive of what you think, and we won't think it ridiculous um, unless 
uh, you're being purposefully ridiculous, uh, and then we'll laugh with you. Um, one guy said, uh, just sacrifice a chicken and everything will be fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so do we, yeah. can we eat the chicken or we just have to kill it? I just, yeah. anyway, I don't know. <laughs> if, you, if you enjoy com- these conversations, yeah. do me a favor, click like. Um, if you want to know when the next one's coming up, just hit subscribe or follow if you're on Facebook uh, and we'll stick with you. Guys, thank you for spending time with us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.